0: How many of us know that there is none <laughs> like Him? Man, certainly our savior is most marvelous, and he is great. I was thinking um, this morning, I get up and, in the wee hours of the morning to pray and see God. Um, my wife doesn't appreciate it much. <laughs> Because you know nothing turns quite like a Bible page. A Bible page is noisy when it turns. <laughs> so 4.30 in the morning she's hearing shh, <laughs> sh- shh, sh- sh- and she's, ah. I said, well, sweetheart, I'm with the Lord. She said, well, can you and the Lord go in the other room? <clears throat> I was thinking this morning that, um, you know, for God to look at the world and but save one person, just one, out of all of the trillions and trillions of people that have been born throughout human history, you know, that would be enough for heaven to break out and praise forever. But when you flip to the back of the book, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> John says, "I saw a man that no man can number. Right, right. Of all tongues and tribes and kindred, we praise God that He is most gracious yes, is. and most merciful." I want to thank, um, Pastor. Cleaners tag off. Oh yeah, we gotta get this. <laughs> yeah, see. See, see that's that's what that's what a good wife does. At least y'all know I'm clean. Amen. Hallelujah. I can't believe I had to clean this thing. You see how they do me, Dory? You see how they do me. If we can't laugh and have a good time in the house of God. And Pastor Wayman, I've learned in uh, my 30 years of ministry, if you can't laugh at yourself, right. then we may be taking ourselves too seriously. I want to thank Pastor Wayman yeah. for the vision of this cultural combination. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that while some of you may be uncomfortable and you may be wondering, what is this? I believe that our God is smiling. I believe it. I believe it. I want to thank Mount Zion uh, for the wonderful way that they had, in which they have ministered. Uh, have, you, have you enjoyed their ministry today? <clears throat> I want to also thank you, Clarksburg Baptist, for extending the invitation and for not boycotting once Pastor Wayman said that I would show up <clears throat> to Lady Wayman. God bless you to the Wayman family. Um, the young man met me in the, in the vestibule and said, hey, he, he, here's your lapel mic. And I said, thank you, young man. Thank you. Thank you. He said, all right, sir. God bless you. God bless you. And thank you. I want to also thank my children. They are here. Uh, stand up. But, but where are they? Oh, they went to the children's church. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Children's church. Well, my lovely wife. Stand, baby. Stand. <clears throat> I have a story, a brief story, uh, about, about how she trapped me. So 15 years ago, uh, during my pastoral installation, um, we in the Black Baptist Church we do something called souvenir journals. So um, it's a time for local businesses to um, showcase their business by buying an ad. And uh, this particular nail tech purchased an ad. So I had never had a manicure. I had never had a pedicure. I'm, I'm flipping through the ads, seeing which businesses I can I can support. Well, I came across this nail ad. I said, "Hmm, I don't, I'm, I'm a city boy. I've never had a manicure or pedicure." So I called her up and um, I said, "Well, can I book an appointment with you?" And she said, sure, sure, uh, man of God, yeah, that's fine. I, I was at your installation, it was wonderful, everything. I said, thank you for coming. Drove to my appointment, and it was about 5.30. I smelled chicken, collard greens, mashed potatoes. What I did not know was that she had called her grandmother and said, Granny, I got one on the hook. Tell me what to do. <laughs> and I'm thinking that this is a part of the service. This is what happened because I had never had a pedicure and a manicure. I'm thinking that this is What happens when you get one? And I said, wow. (laughs) Five course meals. (laughs) And the rest is history. (laughs) All right, thank you to all of you. Thank you to all of you. All right, let's get down to business. Let's go to work. Galatians, Galatians, if you have your Bibles, you did bring your Bible to church what you did If you don't have one, you may find one somewhere around the church. If you don't have one around the church, you can look on with your neighbor. And if your neighbor doesn't have a Bible, you need to get new friends. (laughs) I want to read Selected verses from Galatians. I'm especially grateful to God today because He is awesome enough to five years ago bring me back from a debilitating stroke. Amen. 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 It left me paralyzed, and it was a condition that I could have died from. But the Lord. But the Lord is gracious. Galatians chapter 1 beginning at verse 6, reading from the ESV, the English Standard Version. I don't like that term version because version suggests that there are other versions of the story, but the English Standard, what they should have said, was translation. Galatians chapter 1 beginning at verse 6 and reading to verse 10, and then we'll go back and pick up verses three through five. Paul says, the apostle, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him that called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we listen or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preached to you, let him be accursed. Did you hear that? He says... But even if we, even if Pastor Wayman, Pastor Armin, even if any of you, or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel contrary to the one we preached to you, let him Be accursed, as I've said before. So now I say again if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one that you received, let him be accursed. For I am now seeking the approval of man. Am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please men? If I were still trying to please men, because the apostle at one point was trying to please men when he was crucifying, when he was persecuting Christians, if I were still, still, still trying to please men, man, I would be a servant of Christ. I would not be a servant of Christ. All right, let's go back and grab verses three through five. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself For our sins, hallelujah, to deliver us from the present evil age, according to the will of God and Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. That's verses 3 through 5. I want to preach a little while from the thought, Jesus Christ, only, always. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord God now. Not for form or fashion, not for name or for fame, but for Christ. Yes. I commit myself into thy hands to be used to your glory and honor. Praying, O oh God, that you would forgive all of us for our sins, our transgressions, our iniquities, our trespasses. Forgive, O oh God, and bring us to the place of knowing you better, yes. of trusting you better of serving you better, of loving you better, and ultimately bring us to the place of pleasing you better. In the name of Jesus, our Savior, our Christ, and our risen Lord, we do pray. Amen. Amen. Jesus Christ, only, always. Paul the Apostle is writing to a church located in what is known as modern day Turkey. He is focusing and calling believers during that time back to understanding God's grace. How we have been rescued from the constraints and the restraints of the law. The law, of course, given by Moses in the Old Testament under the Old Covenant. And now the Apostle Paul, after the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus says that we have to rest in the grace of God. Grace. The Greek word is the same word we get charisma from or charismatic. The Greek word is charisma and it is a constant theme throughout this letter. He summarizes almost in totality, in general, the message of the gospel. Verses one through five, he says, grace to you and peace from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins. Yeah. Not only that, but to deliver us. His giving himself was not arbitrary, but it was for the purpose of delivering us you, from this present evil age. And I'm sure that much hasn't changed from then to now. Amen. Because if I wanted to drop five cents in the meter long enough to Press this point. I'm sure there are some in the congregation who would agree that this is a present evil age. Can I get a witness, somebody? It is a present evil age. The devil is on his job. The question is: are we on ours? It is a present evil age. According to the will of God, our Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. He summarizes in totality, in general, the message of the gospel. And then in particular, his experience with the gospel. Paul, the apostle says, I, I've got some frustrations because, because, because uh, uh, my, my experience with the gospel is, is, is not all pleasant. My experience with the gospel is not all flowery beds of ease. My experience with the gospel caused some heartbreak and some heartache. Paul in verses 9 and following says, as we have said before, so now we say again, if any man preach unto you a gospel other than that which you receive, let him be accursed. Let him be an anathema. Let him be an outcast. He says, he says I, 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 I've made known to you as touching the gospel, which was preached by me, not of myself. I was the vessel. I had a message that was larger than I. For neither did we receive it of man, nor was taught it. But it came through the revelation of Jesus Christ. Paul the apostle says, when you preach the gospel, you're going to have some trouble with it. You're going to have some dark days. I know that many of you think that Pastor Wayman is is up here and has a, a smooth sailing life. But I'm here to tell you, Any preacher of the gospel who stands for truth, any preacher of the gospel who stands in opposition to the gates of hell, has some dark days. Any preacher of the gospel who stands against Satan himself, his wife can tell you, has some tearing nights. Any preacher of the gospel has some fearful journey. Paul said, yeah, 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 I'm, 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 I'm perplexed. I'm caught in between because this gospel ministry is frustrating at times because the folk that I'm preaching to, sometimes they'll change their theology based on their experience. You just have a, a hard day at the office. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you'll be wondering, where is God? You just experienced the death of a loved one, and you don't think it's fair. And you'll be wondering, God, did God fall asleep? I asked Him, I prayed, but what if the answer is no? Can I get a witness, somebody? As a child, we learn that there are at least three answers. To every request, yes, no, and wait. We have a good time when the answer is yes. Hey, God did it for me. Hey, yes, God. Hallelujah, he's my savior. We hesitate when the answer is wait. Because there's still the idea that it could come through. But we throw a hissy (laughs) fit, a temper tantrum, when the answer is no. But somebody in here knows that a no from God is in your best interest, a no from God can save your heartache tomorrow, a no from God, can save your tears, cried late at night. Anybody in here grateful for the nose of God? I'm glad that God said no. I'm glad that God blocked it. People change their theology to fit their agenda. I hope I don't step on anybody's toes with you know, I, I, I can go back to Mount Zion. I'm, I'm going back to Mount Zion. <laughs> my son, my daughter, is living in opposition to God's design. Did y'all hear it? I, I, I wanted to say it without saying it. Their lifestyle is different from what the Bible instructs. All right, let me just see it. They are given to the LGBTQIAPK movement. And I once was, not me personally, but as a, as a, as a parent, you could say, I once was vehemently opposed but then something happened when my child came out. And I shifted my theological stance. They said, Well, Pastor, that's easier said than done. What if one of your children said that they were born that way? I would stand there and I would tell my child, You're my child. I love you. But if you were born that way, how about being born again? All of us are born with pre-existing conditions. All of us have something with which we wrestle. Maybe you're prone to lies. Maybe you're prone to obesity, gluttony. Maybe you're prone to to, 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 to sexual imbalance. Maybe you're prone to anger or, or whatever. All of us yeah. are born with pre-existing conditions that have to be brought under the blood of Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Only. Always. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Paul the Apostle says in verse 6, I am astonished. I'm astonished, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm perplexed that you are so quickly deserting him who called you into the grace of Christ, and are now turning to a different gospel. The King James Version, the old church Bible, the King James Bible. Y'all remember the King James Bible? The King James Bible captures an interesting and very cute nuance. That, that really uh, um, pushes this point and gives it some, some, some oomph for us to understand. In the King James, verse 6 of Galatians 1 is translated, I marvel, I marvel that you are so quickly removed from the gospel of grace, the gospel of Christ, that you are turning to a different gospel. And it's that word Marvel that I wish to have a little fun with today. Right. Do, 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 do I have, do I have any, any comic book people in the house? <laughs> y'all, 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 y'all remember there were two rival comics. DC Comics and Marvel Comics. DC Comics yeah. had Superman. Yeah. Am I right about it? Yeah. Uh, but Marvel Comics had the Incredible Hulk. Yes. A man who could turn green. A man who could gain extraordinary strength. A man who would be angry and turn over trucks and angry and punch holes through walls. Marvel Comics. The Incredible Hulk. What Paul seems to be saying and what is captured in the old King James Translation, I marvel that you are so soon removed. Just as ludicrous as it is for a person to believe that a man could turn green. Just as ludicrous as it is to believe that this green man could gain superhuman strength. That's how ludicrous... That's how impossible I see that you are so quickly deserting the gospel of Christ. He said, it's it's, it's easier for me to believe in that green man than for me to believe that y'all left the gospel. It's easier for me to say that that's reality because we all know it's not. It's easier for Paul to say, I I, I I can believe that first. I would have never believed that you Christians at Galatia would have God call you, you receive God calling you, and then drift to another gospel. It's the gospel of grace. What is grace? Grace what I got from God that I didn't deserve to receive from God. Many times juxtaposed to mercy, which helps us understand grace. Mercy is what I didn't get from God, Lord have mercy, that I was supposed to get from him. Mercy is best described as but grace is best described as wow. I can't believe it. And I want to ask this question today, has God wowed some people in here? Has he ever wowed you? When he turned that thing around, has he ever wowed you? When he opened a door that no man could open, has he wowed you? That, 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 that's room enough to hold fast to the fact that we ought not go to another gospel. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh. Do I have any Jesus folk in here? Yeah. Who say, for Jesus I live yeah. and for Jesus I'll die. Yeah. Jesus Christ yeah. only always. Yeah. You, this gospel, this gospel uh. It's good, it's good news and bad news, but the gospel is always bad news before it's good news. You don't believe me? Let me prove it. The wages of sin is death, bad news, but consecrated connective conjunction, the gift of God is eternal life. That's the good news through our Lord Jesus Christ. I once was lost in sin, bad news, but Jesus took me in, good news. Jesus Christ, let's talk about only, only, now verse 7 through 10 that there is Not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel. When we got saved, think back, think back, think back. For some of us, it was yesterday. For some of us, it was years ago. But think back to when you got saved. There were some who troubled you, some who were not happy for you some who took the posture, they think that they are all that now. They think that they're better than than us. The troubling saints in Galatia were trying to add to or subtract from the gospel. Jesus plus anything is a lie. (laughs) And not all of Jesus is a lie. God meant what he said. In the fullness of time, God sent forth his son, Galatians 4.4, 4, and he came to deliver us. He came to save us, and his name should be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father. Paul says, but even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you, A gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. The language of Paul here is so pronounced. It would be conceivable that if myself or Pastor Wayman erred in our doctrine, you all could say, well, uh, they're, they're men and they are capable of falling. But if an angel from heaven, a terrible figure, an awesome, awe-striking being came down and put one foot on Main Street and the other foot on Monticello Avenue and was just this towering figure? And when he spoke, all of the tri-county could hear it. And if the angel said, Jesus Christ is not the way, he is not Lord, Paul the apostle says, I know some of you all will believe it, but let that angel be accursed. Yeah. He is speaking to the impossibility of Jesus Christ only being alive. He says, I don't care. He's giving the, the, the brunt, the, the full uh, uh, of his analogy. I don't care if an angel from heaven. Now, how many of us would, would go for that if we saw an angel come down from heaven? And they stood on a Sunday morning and said, Pastor Wayman is lying. You all follow. How many? fall for it. How many of us would go for it? Paul the apostle says, no, no, no. I don't care. I don't care what happens. Even if an angel from heaven right. says that he is a lie, he is a curse. God knew what he was doing when he gave us this record. And this record is of a son. He who hath the son hath life and he who hath not the Son hath not life." I'm reminded of a man who died. It was an auction. He was rich. He had Rolexes, he had Mercedes benzes he had houses, he had Bentley's. he had jewelry. And they came from near and far to this auction. And they said, we're here for the Rolexes. We're here for the Bentleys. We're here for the houses. Man stood up and said, the auction is in session. I'm going to start this bidding with a painting of this man's son. No one bid on a painting. He says, painting going for $100. No one bid on a painting. Said, I'm going to drop it to $50. No one bid on the painting. He said, I'll drop it to $10. No one bid on the painting. I'll drop it to $1. No one bid on the painting. I'll give it away for free. And an old lady said, I'll take it. The man said, auction over. People said, what do you mean? We came for the Rolexes. What do you mean? We came for the Mercedes-Benz and the Bentleys and the houses. The man says, what you didn't know, what the man had a clause in his will. that said, he, whoever got the son got everything. And That's what God does for us. If we will just accept the son, we would get everything. Prayers answered. Everything tears wiped away, everything, clothes on our backs, everything, problem solved, everything, he who has the Son, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, only, always. Verses 3 through 5, grace to you and peace from God the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age according to the will of God and the Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. That's the part I like about it. He didn't just say forever. He said forever and ever, always. Eternity runs this way, and eternity runs that way. Come on, come on. Eternity, not yet, is what we are looking forward to. Yeah. Eternity past, Lord have mercy. Would say as that God, I don't know about your God, but my God yeah. has no beginning. Lord have mercy. Yeah. My God yeah. has no ending. Somebody said, where did God, where, where did God come from? Someone said, in, 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 in a brilliant response, God didn't come from. Come from came from God, Lord have mercy. <laughs> ha, 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 how can you be so awesome that you always was? You always is, and you always will be forever and ever. Jesus Christ only, always In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. Not the beginning of God, the beginning of time, Lord have mercy. And the Word was with God, and that Word became flesh, Lord have mercy, and dwelt among us. The old old mothers of the church used to say, boy, Jesus Christ, what what, what God done was, he reached inside of himself, Lord have mercy, and pulled out himself and sent himself through 40 and two generations. And he himself died on an old rugged cross. Somebody said, If you want something done, do it what? yourself. And God has sent Adam. He missed the boat. God has sent Noah. He built a boat, but he has sin. God sent Abraham. God sent Isaac, God sent Jacob, and all of them failed. And God said, what if you want something done? Do it yourself. <laughs> he wrapped himself up in flesh and came down through 40 and two generations. And there he himself became the perfect sacrifice for our sins. <laughs> you can't undo what God has done. I tell my church all the time, if this is worse than the mafia, baby, once you get in, you cannot get out. I, Jesus said, I have not lost any, but one. And I'm so bad, Jesus says, I only lost him, the son of perdition, that the scriptures might be fulfilled. I could have kept him, I could have kept him also. But the scriptures had to be fulfilled. Uh Huh? Huh? And he's been fixing our lives ever since. I'm so glad that my daughters are in children's church because they are embarrassed about something that happened last night. (laughs) That I'm going to (laughs) tell. So when y'all see him, y'all just say, Oh, baby, it's all right. It's all right talking about a God, a Father, who can fix lives. Anyone who knows me knows that I am a collector. And what looks like a toy ain't a toy. And the standing rule in the house is do not touch daddy's toys without daddy being present. Yesterday, mommy was downstairs and in my man cave. You have to walk through the man cave to get to the laundry room. And they are excited about all the vintage Star Wars action figures. They are just amazed at all of the vintage. Vehicles? Any Star Wars fans in here? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got Millennium Falcons, the originals. I got all of the original. I ain't talking about this new stuff this out. I got the original, the stuff that came out in 1970. The ones with the little holes in the bottom of the foot. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I, I got I got all of the action figures, and what I had done is for display's sake. I set up the, the scene in Star Wars of Luke Skywalker in his X-Wing gear. And Darth Vader in his ship, you know, the one with the bent wings, and, 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 and uh, 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 the, the, the X-Wing was there and Luke was in his ship, and oh, I, I, just, I just take joy. Something comes over me every time I walk past it. <laughs> I said, these things have been with me since I was four years old. Well, they came upstairs and asked me again, because they'd asked several times, Daddy, can we set up our own scene using the Millennium Falcon? And the answer was, no. Because y'all have Han Solo with a wig on and all that kind of stuff. My answer was no. They, said, they went back downstairs. You know, temptation is something else. They <laughs> came back, Daddy, we promised we, 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 we'll do right. I said, All right. <laughs> All right. Went to the store with mommy and got, they bought some action figures of their own. They are going to recreate. And I said, no, let me come down, no, wait for me. The instruction was wait for me, wait for me. The eldest decides she wants to tell the middle one, let's go down there anyway, we are gonna do a TikTok with daddy's action figures and we're gonna show him how funny the TikTok is. What I want you to do, Anna, this is exactly how it happened, is break Luke Skywalker's leg. And we're talking about vintage. Anna says, I got one better. Let's smash Luke Skywalker on the ground. Vintage cannot be replaced. Smashes him on the ground, head flies one way, leg flies another way, chest explodes. Ava, the oldest, whose idea it was, ran. <laughs> Up the stairs comes Anna, the middle one, with the pieces in her hand. But but then, I didn't mean for it to happen. How did you not mean for it to happen when you smashed it? We're talking about a father who can fix lives. I gave him a hard time. But I had my wife, I said, where's the super glue? and I was putting the pieces of the Luke Skywalker figurine back together and I presented them, presented them the figurine and I said see this is exactly what God the Father does with our lives when we are deliberately disobedient and get ourselves in a world of trouble, and our lives become fractured, and we bring our lives the pieces to God, the wages of sin is death. Oh, they're going to have to pay for the loose Skywalker being destroyed. But at the other end of the tunnel, there was redemption, Lord have mercy. There was restoration. There was new life. And and, and all of us can testify today that my life was tattered and torn. My life was broken in pieces. But then came the master of the sea. He didn't use no super glue. All he did was use his blood. All the blood that Jesus shed. Way back on Calvary, sinners plunge beneath the flood, lose all of their guilty stains. Yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah. only, oh, always. always. Yes, Jesus Christ, oh. only. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. Hold on to Jesus. Yeah. 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 Jesus Christ, only, yeah. always even though it might get dark, even though tears might be rolling down your eyes, even though you may be going through a storm, Jesus Christ only always. In 2007, in the middle of an evangelistic campaign, as a new pastor, I received a phone call that no son wants to receive. My mother, at the young age of 52 years old, had been brutally brutally murdered. In the middle of an evangelistic campaign, new pastor, we'd gone for 50 souls in 60 days. Was it 60 60 souls in 50 days? And we were almost there. And I got that phone call. Mama had been out of touch for about three days. She was my my prayer partner, and she would listen to Joyce Meyer, and she would call and get answers to questions I hadn't heard from. And I said, Well, maybe she's just busy. The devil thought he would gut punch me to the place that I quit. And I remember. Brother Andrew Johnson riding the plane with me back to Chicago. It was a fog. Everything was a fog. I was walking around in the days. And he said, Reverend, how you doing? And I said, all I know is Jesus. All I have is Jesus. All I look forward to is jesus the only one who can help me is jesus and i stood and preached the funeral the homegoing of my mother i don't know how i done it without jesus jesus christ only always god bless you yeah.